1: Call them our distant cousins. They join us on the phone from the states. They are two of our favourites. It's Dave O and Ashley Willis, or Dave and Ashley, are their actual names that their parents gave them. <laughs> hey,
0: good day, mates. <laughs> oh, Dave, you're improving. That's oh, and there's a fair income there as well. Well done, you guys are right getting right into it. So we, good to hear. We
1: love you guys.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, we were. I was intrigued last week. Yeah, you, know, you were talking about um, when every conversation ends in a fight and you know i guess ways to navigate out Mm -hmm. of that season and actually you said you know i could tell you dozens of stories of people that have been there but now their marriage is doing so much better and they've you know come through and i thought it'd be great to hear one of those like could you give us a a testimony or an example of a couple that you guys know who have been through you know the the highs and lows of marriage but have have come out of a a real valley and uh, are flourishing now their marriage is thriving uh, yeah, we, we really could share
1: many stories, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one, but you know, we, we share a lot of our books, the, the naked marriage and the naked marriage podcast is sharing these kind of stories. And I love sharing them. It's the best part of what we do, it is,
2: it but
1: is. one that comes to mind are, uh, a couple that were, are really good friends of ours named Daniel and Elena. Uh, and they were, you know, a young couple going through just all different kinds of struggles, financial struggles. Uh, emotional struggles. He had been a soldier and even had some some PTSD, post-traumatic stress struggles. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a lot of stress in their life. And the the anger and the frustration would boil over. And they got into this cycle where they would just fight every time they communicated um, and really were so critical of each other that the love had just kind of disappeared. and, And this very just critical, angry, toxic, um, conversations right. w- w- is what replaced it for a long time.
2: It's so true. And they both reach out to us. And I know Dave met with Daniel, you know, just the two of them and talked him through some of the issues. And Elena asked to meet with me. And I'll never forget, we were sitting at a Mexican restaurant just talking. And it was like she was just uh, like her eyes looked so empty. It was like mm. she was so done fighting for the marriage. And she's like, I'm trying everything I know how to do, I'm praying. But I just don't feel like there's there's any changes happening. And they had at the time a little boy. And, you know, she got to the point where she was like, I'm just going to stay for the child. But I just I feel like we have no marriage. And really, Daniel was there, too. And I remember it got to a really bad point when I think they were sharing a car and they started having a horrible fight in their car. That was so bad that Daniel pulled the car over, made her get out of the car and told her to walk. And he left. He left in the car left her on the side of the road. And that was probably their lowest point. And I remember meeting with them after that. And they were like, I mean, it was, it was pretty, yeah, and, pretty tough.
1: Yeah. And she was ready to leave at that point I because mean, she right. just thought that was, you know, an abusive act, yeah, which really it, it was. was. And as we were talking to them and, and just trying to, trying to help them move forward and they didn't see any path forward. Um, they actually got to the point where they, they decided, they decided to leave. They decided that they yeah. were going to just go their separate ways and, um, she was going to go back to her hometown. The only thing at that point that kept them in the same town is that they only had one vehicle right. and couldn't, couldn't go two different directions. Right. Um, so they were, they were kind of stuck in the same town for a while. And while they were stuck in that same town, you know, we had just encouraged them to say, look, um, God can do anything mm-hmm. if you'll just totally, totally give him the chance to do it and right. choose to forgive each other, choose to forgive yourselves. Uh, and really make it a priority to to move forward without an exit strategy. To stop imagining what life could look like apart, and to start dreaming and praying about what life could look like if you really truly gave your marriage completely to God and did things His way. And little by little, um, they they, they started to take those steps, those baby steps.
2: And they started hanging around. This this is huge, and I hope listeners, you know, get this point. They started really listening and leaning into friends that they knew had godly marriages, and they tried mm-hmm. to learn as much as they could from them. Because, like Dave said, they were a very young couple; they didn't have a lot of family support. Um, and they honestly, they would tell you they didn't really have good role models that they grew up with. They just knew they didn't want what their family had, and so you know how their parents were. And so they started really just listening to different couples in their life and. And little by little, it was like, God, God just really spoke to them through these couples. You know, we were, we were honored to be one of those couples, but there were probably 10 different couples that just mm. spoke life to them, you know, said, don't give up. They gave them tips. They pointed them in the right direction. They eventually went to counseling, got the help that they needed. And I remember, you know, distinctly, it was months later, you know, it was, oh, it was
1: a long process, I mean, it was a
2: long, a long process, but, you know, Elena came up to me with tears in her eyes and just said, listen you know, things aren't perfect. We're still a work in progress, but God has done the miraculous. Like mm. I love my husband. I never thought that we would be able to have a civil conversation and that there would be love present. But she said, I, I love him so much. And now years later, they ended up having another child. They're best friends. Like when you're around yeah. them, there's not that intensity that you once felt and that disdain they had for each other. Now it, it's, it's like they're best friends, they're partners, and they love each other. And you know, they give all the glory to God, and and it's just amazing to see. That's wow. So yes. Yeah, so that that wow. gives us
1: so much hope seeing seeing couples like that. And I think like what Ashley said, one of the biggest factors is who you're choosing to hang around. Oh yeah. When you're in one of those vulnerable places, because if there's a temptation when your marriage is hurting to go hang around with people who who don't really care about marriage or don't right. care about your spouse mm. or will just encourage you to to leave. But if instead you'll hang out with people who love God, love you, love your spouse,
0: and are for marriage, right, uh, it will make all the difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. so true. that's such great advice. And if I can just say, one way to hang around people who believe in marriage is through a podcast. I mean, I yeah, love listening to you guys on the podcast because <laughs> He's it, you know He's it's smooth. just you can be driving along in the car mm-hmm. and getting this great input and scriptural advice mm-hmm. and uh, you know real. Uh, affirmation um in what what we're doing within our marriage. So that's you know, one practical thing you guys have got uh, you know the Naked Marriage podcast which I highly recommend. So uh, so true. Thank
1: you.
0: You can have our yeah. funny
1: accent in your ears yeah. all, the time. Right. all the time Exactly. I love it. And 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 from another practical point of view so if you know people are at that point in their marriage you you encourage them and you always point out a Christian counselor don't you
2: just because they come at things with a bit of a different perspective? That's so right. I mean it you know Counseling is great, but Christian counseling, it you know, you have the hope of the Lord mm. and you have you have scripture, his love letter to us to back you up and to give you that strength that you need, because, you know, we all go through hard times. And when you're in those really dark times of marriage, you know, when you look at, at God's word and the hope that it offers us and the courage that it gives us and the strength and the peace that surpasses understanding, you know, that's what we have And, you know, if you go to just a regular counselor, you don't have that because they they don't share that hope with you. And so definitely seek out a Christian counselor.
0: Love Mm, it. Great advice.
1: Well, as always, thank you very much for the time. It's great to chat to you. And as Robbo said, if you want to check out more, make sure you download and subscribe to the Naked Marriage Podcast, which is the one that Dave O and Ash do, but it'll be that's under right. Dave and Ashley Willis because, yeah. you know, that's what they're actually called.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you've got books in our store yeah. as well, visionstore.org.au. We've got uh, some of your books in there. So yeah, uh, there's definitely. heaps of great resources out there. We just have to tap into it. Yeah, awesome. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great